Hello, hello. Welcome to I Think I'm the Imposter. I'm your host, Cristobal Anzuela. Let's get chatting. I don't know where to start this off. Um, I'm a little nervous to talk about it just because I've never really like opened up to um, a lot of people about this. But in today's episode, we are going to be talking about my struggle with anxiety. And this is something I've struggled with for my entire life honestly so in my previous episode i had talked with jess and i opened up about how when i was younger i was very shy and i still am very shy but you know i was like extra shy when i was younger and so i would prefer to be with my mom all the time you know instead of going out to play with kids and i would play with kids like don't get me wrong i'm not saying that i was like not at all playing with kids but the thing was that every once in a while I would have to come back and sit next to my mom and hold onto her arm just so that I could find like that sense of comfort again before I could go out and get like the courage to continue playing with kids. When I started kindergarten I made my mom go with me to school every single day even though she was pregnant with my sister because I couldn't be without her and if she ever disappeared like even if she would go to the bathroom and she wouldn't tell me she was going to the bathroom I would start crying because I couldn't find my mom or in instances where we would go to like the store or something and we'd have to like wait in the car for her I would constantly be like turning back and seeing if my mom was coming because you know like I was like panicking I was like where is she like when is she coming back it doesn't matter if there was like another adult right there with us. I was still so worried that my mom was not going to come back because I needed my mom. I needed her to be right there with me. The area that we live in, we live close to like a school. So there's a park right there. And I couldn't go to the park without panicking. I would literally like if my cousins convinced me to go to the park, I would go with them. But the entire time I was on edge that I was about to get kidnapped and never come home again. Whenever a car would drive by I would hide behind the slide because I didn't want them to see me to see me that I was there until I come and get me I don't know why I was like so afraid of that like literally on edge the entire time and I never understood how other kids could be like so calm and just enjoy their time while I was over here being like a nervous wreck just wanting to go back home literally like I could walk home in like two minutes and I'm fine but just even being outside outside of my house was like a whole different world for me and I was it was like panic central for the most part I would prefer to be at home you know as soon as someone would be like oh you want to go to the park instant anxiety and I would start freaking out because I was like how am I going to tell them no because I don't want to go but I also don't want to look like the person that says no all the time there were like several instances where I would sleep over at someone's house because you know I was so excited I really wanted to like this is something that I wanted to do I wanted to hang out with my cousins or with my friends or something and I wanted to be there with everyone else but the anxiety inside of me just wouldn't let me I would like not be able to sleep because I didn't know what my mom was doing. My mom wasn't there. And then I would start crying and my mom would have to come and pick me up because I just couldn't. I couldn't sleep. I I didn't feel safe. Even if the people were like super nice, like I just didn't feel safe and I had to be with my mom. My whole entire childhood literally just consisted of me being scared all the time. But the thing was that I didn't even know that this was like me having anxiety. I just literally thought I was like a scaredy cat. I was afraid of everything. And so I just kind of like accepted it. But I also felt like... I was different. I I didn't know that other people went through this because when you're younger, you don't really sit there and like tell people about your problems. You know, you just kind of like try to figure them out by yourself. 
Um, so most of my childhood, I was just very afraid. There were so many things and opportunities that I probably gave up because I was just so scared. If we went on school field trips, my mom was a chaperone or my dad was a chaperone. One of my parents had to be there. Um, I know I said like just my mom, but like my mom and dad, like one of them had to be there or I didn't feel safe. (laughs) I was too afraid to like leave town and not come back i don't know I, I don't know at that point i didn't know what i was scared of honestly i was just scared of not having my mom and dad or like being lost and not be, being able to come back so obviously eventually over the years though my mom stopped going with me to school she only went with me for kindergarten but after that your parents can't really like be there with you so um my mom stopped going with me to school but i think i had gotten a little bit more comfortable but you know i was still very anxious on edge the entire day then when I would get home I would feel okay the first time that I realized I had anxiety was when I was in high school my friends and I had joined this program at school where it would take you to tour different universities and they would help you like basically prepare you to go to a university and so you know I got into it because I was genuinely like very interested you know when you're like a freshman you're first starting in high school like that's when you kind of like start like thinking about like college and it just sounds so exciting to be like yeah I'm gonna go to college my friends are gonna go with me we're all gonna move into an apartment together and it's gonna be so awesome like I can't tell you how many like things my friends and I had planned we were like we're gonna go to northern Arizona University in Arizona because it snows up there and it looks so cool and we were so obsessed with like British guys at that point like we were so into like England and everything and so I don't know the whole like vibe over there at NAU was definitely that and so we were like yeah this is the school for us we're gonna go here hands down like no questions asked so we were so excited about it and then the day came when we were going to finally start touring the universities we were going to be going to arizona state university which is only about like three hours away from where i live and i was very excited because my friends were excited and it was like i said all of these things were something i genuinely wanted to do but like there was this fear inside of me that i couldn't put a name to it i didn't know what it was but i just thought i was like a scaredy cat i'm like is anyone else in this room feeling the exact same way as me because everyone looks so excited but i'm dying inside so when they finally planned this trip for us to go up to asu you know i got my permission slip signed because i really wanted to go my friends were going and it was going to be a fun time so the day before we were actually going to go like my parents took me to the store so that I could go and get some snacks because you know duh you're going on a road trip you need snacks so we went to Walmart and I got some chips I got some candies you know I was prepared to go then that night I just couldn't sleep I kept tossing and turning in bed but I didn't know what was going on I just thought it was like nerves you know probably something that's natural you know people get a little bit nervous excited I don't know what it was and then the day came we were going to go on the trip my dad was going to take me to go and pick up my friends and then we were going to go and get dropped off at the bus stop so when we got to the bus stop you know I suddenly started getting like very anxious but I kind of like pushed those feelings aside because I'm like this is this is probably normal like it's fine I'm just a little nervous it's okay you know my friends are here we're gonna be fine and we got on the bus we were sitting there and the thing was that the bus was parked for quite a while like I want to say probably like 15 minutes or 20 minutes just waiting for everyone to get there so that we can go on the trip because you know everyone had to arrive before we could leave and so we were sitting there you know we were just kind of having fun 
chit-chatting we were all sitting in the same seat I got into like the window seat so I think part of me was already feeling a little claustrophobic I felt sort of stuck and um, my friends were just like having the time of their lives um, you know talking about like all these different things and I was trying to like involve and include myself in the conversation but meanwhile like inside of me I was panicking and like I started feeling very like stressed and suddenly the bus grew very quiet my heart started pounding very fast and the pounding of my heart echoed in my ears there was like this ringing this little like ringing sound that was like getting louder and louder in my ear my whole body felt numb i felt like i couldn't breathe i started sweating and i just i felt like i wanted to get up i felt like i wanted to sit back down and get up again and sit back down and i just i couldn't like continue my whole body was just feeling so horrible so I think we were waiting like on one more person to get here and like my heart started racing like more and more as soon as like that person pulled into the parking lot because you know as soon as they got on the bus we were gonna take off right as they got on I think they were calling they were doing like roll call or something and I started to get even like more nervous because you know it was finally happening and so like I told my friends I was like guys I don't think I can go I don't think I can do this I got up walked out I didn't even explain anything to them I signaled for our program coordinator to like follow me out of the bus because I didn't want to talk you know everyone was there I felt like everyone was staring at me so I just like I walked right out signaled to her to come and like follow me she came down she's like what happened like are you okay and I was like I don't know like I can't do this I started like crying like I I don't know like the whole thing like just hit me all suddenly I was just like a nervous wreck I told her like I just couldn't do it I couldn't go and luckily my dad hadn't left the parking lot yet so he was still there and he like came he saw that I had gotten off and he came and he was like what's wrong like are you okay and they tried convincing me to like go that you know we would be okay which I know we would have but I just couldn't do it so I ended up staying and I felt really bad I didn't even know what to say I didn't know what I was feeling I just thought that you know I like I ruined this day for like my friends that day I got home and like I started googling things I was like I'm feeling this they're trying to see my symptoms and then finally I found out that I had had a panic attack my first full-blown panic attack and I feel like after that the anxiety just sort of like went full force on me like I had dealt with anxiety my entire life but high school was just like the time when it just hit me hard it had gotten really bad to the point where I had talked to my mom and I told her that I needed to see a doctor because I didn't know what was going on and I didn't know how to handle it so eventually she ended up taking me to a psychologist and at first I didn't want to go to a psychologist because for some reason it felt kind of weird to admit that there was something wrong with me and you know normally people think that if you're going to a psychologist and you're probably crazy so I didn't want to like like admit to the fact that I needed to see a doctor but um to be honest it really did help me a lot so I would highly recommend if you feel like you need to reach out to someone like definitely reach out to them don't feel afraid don't care about what other people are going to think because you know at the end of the day like you're the person that's dealing with what you're going through so if you need to have some sort of like professional help like definitely don't be afraid to reach out that's what they're there for they're there to help you I started going to a psychologist and she was actually like great I loved her I went to see her for probably like a good I want to say like three months like every week I'd go and like I'd see her 
and it was like a really good experience um she had me do a couple of different like exercises and she had me like open up to her and i don't know what it is but sometimes opening up to someone else that like doesn't know anything about you doesn't have anything to base off of your life and they're not there to judge you like it's just really it's nice it's comforting it's feels like you're releasing all of this like built up information emotions that you have to get out so the first time i had gone to see her it was so that she could like diagnose me with what i had and so like i told her about all of like my personal like experiences what i had been going through and so um, she ended up diagnosing me with generalized anxiety and separation anxiety. So separation anxiety is just basically what it says. Separation, you know, um, from like your parents or from like a loved one. Someone that you've felt very close to. Um, that is separation anxiety. Like you just have a fear of not being with that person and so that was pretty obvious you know I'd always need my mom there I always need my dad there so um that made sense to me wow okay finally I have a name to this like I have separation anxiety it makes sense I'm not the only person that deals with this this is an actual thing and then she also diagnosed me with generalized anxiety which is just basically anxiety all the time which is me because I was always so afraid of everything you could literally ask any of my friends any of my family members like I had so many fears I was literally so afraid of so many things but I feel like a lot of my anxiety resulted around death I was so afraid of dying one of my really big fears was veins and I have mentioned before in one of my videos that one of my fears are my wrists because you know there's veins right there so I was so afraid of like wearing watches I was afraid of wearing bracelets because I thought that they would get caught on my veins and I would like bleed to death I know that sounds very graphic I'm very sorry if that was graphic but that's I literally was so afraid of like everything we'd be in a car i'd be driving and then i would imagine like a car ramming right into our car and boom i'm dead i know these sound very graphic but that's literally like what my brain was going through 24 7 no matter what i was always thinking of the worst situation possible if we were in school i think that there was gonna be like a school shooter i would think that we were gonna get bombed like oh my god like guys it was literally so dark in my head like no matter what and i know i probably looked to other people like i was completely normal but it's because i bottled up all of these things i couldn't take pills because i was afraid that i would take some and my throat would close up or i would overdose with one pill one of the reasons why i couldn't go on field trips was because you know i imagined that the bus was gonna fall off a cliff or we were gonna crash and i was gonna die um i would be afraid that i would get kidnapped and then never come back i'd be killed or something um so a lot of my fear resulted around death and then that's when she had you know diagnosed me with like the generalized anxiety because i was you know panicking all the time i'd have anxiety attacks for like the most random things and so finally like i had a name to it like obviously i wasn't fixed right away not even that i needed to get fixed i wasn't broken but it's just the fact that like now there's a name to this there's, i understand that i'm not the only person that deals with this so many other people deal with this too it was just so much worse back then like i i'm not kidding you guys when i tell you like there was no positive thinking on my end it was just all dark thoughts everything could kill me everything was something i feared 
my psychologist actually also ended up sending me to a psychiatrist and at this point I was a little bit embarrassed because a psychiatrist like that is when you need medication to solve your issues so I felt like at that point like I was crazy I was like why am I having to go see a psychiatrist like is this not something I can fix on my own I felt weak at that point so I was like okay you know what I'm gonna try this you know it can't hurt me I'll just go and I'll see her and see what she has to say so I went over to the psychiatrist and she had given me some pills that were supposed to help me if I ever felt like I was going to start panicking you know she gave me some pills and I would take those blah 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 she gave me medicine so I continued going to my psychologist I only went to go see the psychiatrist like once or twice around this time when I had started to sort of like discover what was going on with me Zoella if you guys know who Zoella is she's a British YouTuber she ended up actually really helping me when she opened up about her anxiety struggle so that's why I wanted to open up with like you guys about what I've dealt with and I don't have an easy answer for you guys as to how to resolve your anxiety because really like there is no answer it is so different for everyone and everyone deals with it in different ways but I think that the most important thing you can do is open up so that other people know that they're not the only ones that are dealing with these things. And so like, I'm here to tell you guys that I have anxiety. I've had anxiety all my life and I still have it, but I've learned to control it. And I just want to share with you guys like what I've done, like what I've gone through, what has sort of like helped me. My anxiety had continued all throughout high school and into my college years. My anxiety had gotten so bad that I didn't know how to like control it. And so I resulted to trying to take the pills that my psychiatrist had given me. But the thing was that it literally made me panic even more because as I mentioned to you guys, I was afraid of taking medication. I was afraid of taking pills. And so taking that made my heart feel like it was racing. I was like, oh no, this is not it. So I was like, okay, I need to start changing my life. I am in charge of the way that I think. I am in charge of the way that things happen. And that is finally when I started taking control of myself. So whenever I would start panicking, I would start fighting it. And here are the six tips that I suggest you try out. Once again, this is all just suggestion. It's not a guarantee that these things will help you get rid of your anxiety. But these are just things that personally I did to help me control my anxiety to kind of get over it a little bit and just kind of feel better not constantly be stuck in that state of worry number one is learn to believe the things that you tell yourself and not what that little voice in your head is trying to tell you take that control so this is the way my psychologist put anxiety and i think that it's the best way it's ever been described to me she said think of your anxiety as a little troll this little troll is constantly trying to bring you down it's like it's always with you right it's by your side wherever you go it's always trying to be like that little devil on the side of your shoulder trying to make you think of the worst case scenario trying to make you worry trying to make you panic and if you let that little troll take over if you let this little voice come into your head and just shut off all of those good thoughts and bring in just a wave of dark thoughts then that's what you're going to get if you let it take over 
it's going to take over. So you have to believe yourself when you are telling yourself that you are going to be okay. The mind is so powerful. You can literally believe anything that you set your mind to. So if you consistently continue to tell yourself that you're going to be okay in situations where you don't feel like you're going to be okay, eventually you will believe it. You have to consistently be that good angel on the side of your shoulder trying to fight the little devil on the other side of your shoulder and tell it that you are in control, that you will be okay, these situations that you are imagining in your head are not going to happen. You know, what are the odds that the bad situation is going to happen? Yes, that bad situation can happen. Acknowledge that and accept the fact that it can happen. But you have to learn to believe that the chances of it not happening are higher than the chances of it happening because if you are constantly thinking about that negative thing happening then you're just gonna sit there and you're gonna worry but then let's say it doesn't happen you just panicked for nothing you worried for nothing so when you're in that situation where you are thinking of the negative thing coming up of the negative thing happening tell yourself you're going to be okay. If you don't believe it the first time, tell yourself again the second time. Tell yourself the 50th time until you believe that you are going to be okay. Number two is to be consistent. As I was saying, you can't just tell yourself one time. You have to consistently continue to tell yourself, you know, if you want to lose weight, you have to be consistent. You have to keep showing up. If you want to live your dream life, you have to be consistent. You have to keep showing up. You have to be consistent. You have to keep showing up for your mental health because you're the only person that's going to be with yourself 24-7. So you have to put yourself first and learn to change the way that you think from the negative to the positive because it is possible i'm telling you from someone that has been there that has experienced this has had dark thoughts 24 7 to maybe now only having them like three percent of the time i can tell you from experience that it is possible to get yourself out of that state of mind and come out into a positive life i I'm here to tell you that it is possible, but you have to be consistent. And coming from someone who I know that in that state of mind where I felt very alone, where I felt like I was in a dark place, I didn't believe that any of these changes were possible because I would try it once or twice and then nothing would change. And I'd be like, that's it. Like, I'm a failure. Like, nothing will ever change. I I have to accept the fact that this is the way I'm going to live my life. But if I did continue to think that way, then I was going to stay there. I would still be in that state of mind. But because I wanted to change, because I knew that I had that control, because I taught myself to have that control, I freed myself from that mental slavery. As Bob Marley put it, like literally the best freaking quote i've ever heard emancipate yourself from mental slavery none but ourselves can free our minds that speaks volumes guys like i i just wow like every time i listen to that hear it oh my god it just like gives me chills because it is so true you can free yourself from the anxiety anxiety might not ever leave you it hasn't left me i still get anxious i still worry i still panic i still get anxiety but i taught myself to control it and i learned to believe myself when i tell myself that i will be okay and that anxiety instantly goes away tip number three 
meditation. I know I sound like a broken record. I've said it a million times. I cannot stop talking about how great meditation is. My psychologist actually put me onto meditation. I remember the first time that she ever brought it up to me because I had heard of meditation before. I mean, I heard of it because of like Buddhist, the little Buddha statue where he's sitting cross-legged. I knew what it was, but I never like thought to even do it. It was never something that crossed my mind. But my psychologist told me that as homework for one of my sessions was to go home and try to do a little guided meditation. So I tried it that day and it wasn't really for me. I was like, there's no way that I can just sit here, breathe, listen to this music and not think negatively at all. But I tried to put aside the fact that it felt a little silly and I kept doing it. I kept trying to clear my mind. But, you know, I'd consistently get all these like negative thoughts just sitting there would just give me that time to let all those dark thoughts consume me. But I didn't give up just because it didn't work that first time. I tried it again and again and again and again until I was finally able to sit there and have a silent mind. I cannot tell you how amazing it feels to not have any thoughts. And there are times when even now I don't have a silent mind. My mind is crowded with things that I've been worrying about, things that I've been stressing about. But even when I have those days where I meditate and I can't focus, even just having like one minute or even like 30 seconds of silence in my mind feels great for an entire day. So just try it. Don't give up. Even if it feels a little funny, don't give up. Just do it. Even just taking some time to do like three deep breaths will change you here's another fun fact and going into my fourth piece of advice is breathing techniques first of all i did not know that i was breathing improperly when my psychologist was teaching me how to properly breathe i was like hold up i'm like 16 17 years old and you're just now telling me that this is how you breathe I didn't know for 16 years how to breathe properly my psychologist brought up to me that we tend to breathe through our chest and that is short breathing you are not fully inhaling and exhaling as we should be because we're constantly caught in like this fast-paced world where we're not taking that time to just slow down so we try to do things rapidly and something that has happened as a result of that is shortness of breath right we breathe just through our chest and that is why a lot of the times we tend to get that feeling of anxiety because we're not really doing like that actual inhale that we need so the oxygen goes through our entire body and just helps to like release all that tension inside of us and so she had me imagine that there was a string attached to like my belly button and so every time I would breathe in I would pull on the string so that my stomach would expand as I was inhaling and then as I was ready to exhale I would slowly bring the string back in and suck in my stomach so that I could completely exhale now i do that a couple of times until i learned to properly breathe through my stomach even to this day sometimes i catch myself breathing through my chest and that's when i'm starting to feel stress i'm like hold on a second let me just take a quick second to just deep inhale exhale like guys i promise you breathing makes such a huge difference tip number five is to go at your own pace i know that it's really hard to not compare yourself to where everyone else is but you have to learn to take the steps that are necessary for you to advance in your life you know people say that 
doing things that are comfortable for you aren't necessarily the best but I think that if you need to take those baby steps and if it is something that is comfortable for you like don't be afraid to like keep doing that for another little while and build up that courage to where you can finally like break from that you know because if you just put yourself and you throw yourself into something you know you could possibly grow from that you could there are instances where people you know put themselves outside of their like comfort zone and they do amazing that's awesome like i i stand by that like now i would say do things that are outside of your comfort zone but i now can say that with confidence because i didn't rush myself i didn't make myself do those things outside of my comfort zone right away because i knew that i couldn't do it i took baby steps for myself because i did what was best for me and that is what you have to do for yourself you have to do what's best for you don't care about what anyone else thinks at the end of the day you're the only person that is going to be with you for the rest of your life the only person that is in your head 24 7 you know what works for you you know what you need so you have to consistently show up for yourself you have to be that person that stands up for yourself you have to learn to be that person you want to be and lastly number six do not ignore your feelings your feelings are just as valid as the next person you deserve to allow yourself to fully feel any sort of emotion that you are currently experiencing because if you bottle it up you're gonna blow up after you've like filled your cup with all of your problems so don't be afraid to open up to someone or to even just like write it down do something to get those thoughts out of your mind let yourself cry it all out let yourself show some anger punch a pillow or something but don't do anything dangerous you know just allow yourself to feel those emotions allow yourself to feel happy i think that that's an emotion we tend to like look over or we tend to like neglect when we're talking about anxiety i think it's just as important to let yourself feel happy feelings to feel that happiness and just be grateful for that and allow yourself to just really let go and dive into that so that is it for this podcast episode but it is not the end of this conversation i just wanted to sort of open up and share this on my podcast with you guys so anyone who may be going through the same things knows that they are not alone but that is pretty much it for this episode so i will see i always say see you guys i will talk to you guys in the next one bye